Hello, everyone. It's Ryan Stevens with the Let's Get Real with Ryan podcast, and I have a very special guest with me today, Irma. She is named the new key power player in entertainment and fashion by Forbes. She is the producer changing the industry from the inside by Vogue, and she's an incredible person as well as an incredible editorial producer, owner, and founder of Burger Rock Media, and she's an incredible PR agency, and she's here with me right now, so I'm super excited to have her on the podcast. Thank you. So I have to ask, how did you get into this space of doing what you do? Because it's incredible to see you've got your master's, your doctorate, and then now you're doing like the most top level media stuff I've ever seen. Well, first I want to explain what Burger Rock Media is. Okay. So then people can understand. So we're a PR agency mm-hmm. uh, and we specialize in Latinx and in uh, minorities and visuals and fashion and crisis management. And I happen to be the number one editorial producer in the U.S. That's why the Forbes comic or the Vogue reference. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so we do all of those different things. The company is around three years old. And how I got into it was basically wanting to work in entertainment. And one thing after another, I became a publicist by need. I Not by my past. I, I didn't study that. Um, I have a bachelor's in political science. I have a master's in business management and a PhD in organizational leadership management. And I, I just wanted to work in entertainment and I wanted to work in fashion. And I tried a billion things and then one thing stuck and the company is three years old um, and very happy. Yeah, no, it's incredible. I've, I've um, personally gotten the privilege to see the skyrocketing of this company as uh, from the outside and as uh, somebody that follows you on Instagram. And it's just been incredible. And uh, what do you think would be one of the main traits that you feel like was able to, you know, kind of get you there and, you know, launch your media company to be where it is? Um, I think that the main trait that I have, um, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs or business owners have is persistence um, and not, you know, once you fail, not getting back up right, you know, the next day. Uh, but one thing specifically to me, I think that I didn't know this was a trait I had. I, my mom told me I had this trait two years ago, and it never dawned on me. She was like, you're my, you don't get embarrassed of anything. And I realized I rarely <laughs> get embarrassed. And I now I notice how many times I should be embarrassed for some things that I say and do and ask for. And um, yeah, I think that not... Being embarrassed of things has really made me keep going because a lot of people would be embarrassed to do certain things that I've done. Yeah, and they, they get afraid. Yes. And then, then that fear drives them to not take those chances and yeah. those opportunities. So maybe it pushed you through all the maybe awkward or scary times yeah. as being an entrepreneur, especially with the, the high level clientele that you deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, there's you know, you meet all types of people. Um, the good and the bad, and you know, um, it's it's sometimes really tough environments, especially when um, you're up that ladder of success, and you have some people that try to knock you down on it, which you know is, is something that's very common in you know industries. Yeah, no, uh, across it's, the board. it's definitely fun. Um, you know, it it I kept going and going and going. I didn't. I I, I want to say I want. I'm this little rocket where I didn't 
think of anything but just going forward and didn't even notice what people were thinking about mm -hmm. it what like what was the result and then i think in this past august and september i blinked and i was like oh my gosh i'm here yeah we, or like, i'm gonna call you the burger rocket uh, burger rocket yeah <laughs> yes burger rocket i was just like wait i'm here irma like you're here i yeah. mean i'm not saying i made it but yeah. i'm like you know i make money doing what i love yeah. and i can't if you Which is told, making it in life, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, it is. Because if, if you would have told me like four years ago I was going to make money doing what I do, I would have been like, what? No. Yeah, no. You it, know? And it didn't even seem like probably something that was in your, you know, again, I, I always get shocked by the um, early successes and just, I don't know. And it, it all goes with this flow. You feel like it's natural. It's not like you're, it's kind of meant to be almost. It's this, you know, divine, spiritual and physical um you know movement movement yeah. and it's just you feel like oh my gosh i can't believe i'm here yeah i almost look back and think i was delusional yeah like i i would almost go back and tell myself don't do that well, but, yeah but you, you know people look back and they're like oh i don't have any regrets and i'm like i'm so happy i was so delusional because i don't now knowing what i know i wouldn't have taken all the risks i no. did because it's it was too crazy well yeah it's too crazy and it's very scary yeah and most people would call you crazy yes just like thomas edison they yeah. were calling him crazy in his day. Yeah. Like that's where that's why I love doing these interviews, especially with people like you who have gone the distance. And know what I love the most is you're really doing this um, also in a community way. And I love how, you know, obviously you're just you know for the Latin community, you're such a incredible representation of you know educated, strong. Like you 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 represent a whole culture that i think is incredible so yeah. i love how you're and you know you're a powerful woman in you know media which is awesome thanks yeah it's it's really fun um i didn't realize i represent all these different entities until i now i'm here and people are like oh you're this and you know you're a woman or you're a mom mm -hmm. and you're this and that and it's a big deal i'm like oh my gosh i am um and and it became you're, my 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 weaknesses became my super my superpowers yeah which is is what's the coolest part and um, as I, when I was younger, I always felt like I didn't fit in with people and I always felt very overly, like I had a, no, I don't want to say anxiety, but I, I, I needed to be overly stimulated to mm -hmm. enjoy myself and I needed to, um, and I always was very attracted to strange people Yeah, and it led me into like weird things that didn't mean anything. And <laughs> Story now, of my life. Yeah. Yeah. So then now it's like all of that energy, like got directed to a job. Yeah. Which is really cool. Like now all the strange people are the weird stuff and all the high stimulation is like the mm -hmm. people I work with. Yeah. But before I used to be just so weird and strange. So my, you know, my weirdness and my quirkiness and my uniqueness became my yeah. superpower. Yeah. yeah. The uniqueness. Yes. Yeah. And um, that makes me want to ask, um, so what does friendship mean to you and those relationships mean to you? You know, I... Everyone is different. For me, um, I've I've decided that I really do categorize people in my life in different ways. I know people, um, especially in the industry, I think it could it's very easy to get lost and think everyone is your friend. Mm -hmm. I don't think everyone is your friend. Um, I always say business first, friendship after, and that's how I've approached this industry, especially when I would get hurt in the beginning because I it was like you spent all this time trying to be someone's friend and then you ask for that favor, you ask for that help and it doesn't work. So while it may appear very aggressive on my part, 
at least I try to teach my team and that's how I am is that I'll do all this business from you with you, which really gets makes you get to know someone on a very deep level if you think about how somebody does business is a lot about who they are. And then the friendship comes after because the level of respect is there. Because if business goes wrong from the get-go, I don't even want to be your friend because you don't even have any, you don't have communication skills, you don't have ethics, Mm -hmm. you don't, you know, you're not high functioning. I don't even want to be around you. So um, to me, friendships, that's how I build them. And um, I also, I have my friends that don't have anything to do with my work and, and, you know, now Um, I didn't do it for a long time, but now I'm in a safe space where I like to spend time that has nothing to do with work and spend time with them. And, you know, they were my friends before um, all of this, and it makes me happy. But I think categorizing that um, is very important, at least for me. I know other people are different ways, but it's the way that I work. Yeah. And uh, what do you feel about networking, and how do you do it? Um, I, I definitely... It goes back to the friendship thing. Mm-hmm. I think networking is very difficult. Um, I used to think, like everyone else, like going to the parties or going to the events or going to things and you get to meet people. And I have, a, people would say I have social anxiety and they're very shocked. I have social anxiety. So it's really hard for me to go to people and to have like these very surface level conversations for like a good 10, 20 minutes and then when do we get to the part where we're going to stay connected and it's going to mean something? Um, And so I really loved COVID because in COVID, the way I could communicate with people was social media and email. And it became business before friendship. It was like, oh, I'm trying to do this. And um, now, I mean, my best networking is that I really find out about someone and I pick up the phone and I talk to them on the phone. And I... Some people I'm connected to I've never even met before, and they'll help me. And like I said, it's business first. So I network very direct and very quick. Um, I get to the core quickly. Like I find out if there's an event. Um, I research like who are the people at the event. I don't just go to things randomly. I'm like, oh, who's this? Who's that? And I um, I reach out. Yeah, even you though do it's a lot of due diligence. Yes, yeah. I do that. Um, and you know, as and one thing um, I do want to talk about is that. I don't fraternize a lot at parties and I don't go a lot to events. I know um, people were asking me, like, why did you go to the Super Bowl parties and things I get invited, you know? And I'm aware that I'm a woman and what I look like. And I tell the girls, sometimes those things, it's like backfires on you because no one thinks that you're just there to network. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it is what it is. Women are different than men, and, you know, it's it's a different setting. You know, meeting someone at 3 a.m. drunk is different than meeting someone over the phone and saying, let's connect on a call. So uh, so I avoid those situations. Um, is, it, is it the right thing to do? I don't know, but it works for me, and I do have that standard for the girls in my company just because I um, I really pride ourselves on, on the respect that we have. I love that. I think, and and unfortunately, I don't know what it's like to be in, um, obviously, a woman as yes. well as being somebody uh, who you know deals with a lot of harassment. Or I, well, I no one harasses me, but no. You know. But I get what you're saying. I think I think there's a certain level that goes on, and uh, you know, it's it's sometimes misleading yes. in the professional or, or business sense. And um, you know, obviously, I hear from women in many industries that are my friends and they tell me, you know, and that's, and that's, you know, uh, something that I hope changes. And that's why I think, uh, you know, over time we'll see, you know, how things out, 
obviously it's a very gray area. But, yeah, you know, no, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think it's bad. I just, it just doesn't work for me. Um, but, you, but it sounds like you have a really s- smart plan just to avoid any yeah. issues. Like, you know, again, it's like saying, Hey, I don't go out past 11 because you know, my mom said bad things happen after 12 or whatever, you know, I just you know and it really does cut the danger <laughs> well, yeah, in and, half. Well, and it's good because you're just, you're putting yourself in a safer position. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I've, I've always leaned towards the safe side. I don't know if it's because of my anxiety in general, which yeah. most people, I actually am thankful that you brought up social anxiety because I'm a big advocate of people talking about anxiety just in general, because yeah. I think it's a very um underrated topic that people don't talk about and uh i know it's a lot more common in today's society than i guess in you know a couple you know a few years back yeah people have really bad anxiety and then and people are really harsh about it yeah no for sure and uh you know with the older generations they don't even you know they always go well back then we didn't even know what that was or you know we just worked through it or whatever it was but again i um also wanted to add um what was one of the main traits that uh, has helped you throughout your life just maintaining the success and powering through all the hard times um well i don't think i've always been successful and um i've had really low lows as much as i've had high highs uh but you know i think that confidence in yourself and not in anything else is really important um and and really I mean, knowing that you have to keep going until you get to the end and you win. There's no, there's no, it doesn't matter how you feel. Um, I, I read a lot of Tim Grover and I love um, his books, Once Relentless. And right now I, I listen to winning like religiously. I've listened to like a hundred times and it says like, you can BS your way and tell yourself, oh, it, you know, how people tell like, oh, it's about the journey and it's about this and pat yourself back. And at the end of the day, like, the goal or the winning it's it it doesn't bs like it's either there or it's not so i think i've been really good one of the traits is like i've been really good at not bsing myself and saying okay i really suck right now yeah you know like i just you know i'm seeing your hand in it yeah yeah like i i suck and i'm not doing well and i don't care what i tell people because sometimes you it's crazy because of social media i've noticed people convincing others convinces them that they're fine and that's really scary because they think that they're fine if other people think they're fine yeah there's that much you know power and power and just the perception of and you know really you know being hard on yourself is is important and telling yourself no i'm not fine and other people think i'm fine but that doesn't even matter it's i'm not fine you know i'm really not i really don't i'm really not making money doing this i'm really Mm -hmm. not getting to this goal i'm really not i really don't have this job i really people don't you know whatever it is yeah, like there's it's a lot really of going on. yeah yeah and uh to kind of jump into now you know obviously all the realism that there is how do you find balance how do you find balance through you know your personal life your work life and, and balancing things out i know a lot of people in our generation talk about having a healthy work balance and life balance but what do you say to to, to balance? <laughs> well, I I know that we're very much in like a balanced culture, like, and I think that, um, and I'm the villain when it comes to that because I'm anti balance. Um, you know, look at athletes. I don't, I, you know, they have a. I'm very organized. I have a very crazy routine, mm-hmm. but athletes will pick winning 
over a lot of different things and you can't be good at everything. You can't be the best at everything. No. And if you want to be good at everything, okay, you can find some balance. You can be really good at your job. You can be really good at your personal life. You can be really good at your, you know, cleaning your house and like all these things. You can have the balance and be, be regular. But I don't like being regular, so I'm the best at something. So a lot of things in my life fall through the cracks. And mm-hmm. I decide exactly what things fall through the cracks. Um, I'm more about control, less mm-hmm. about balance. But everyone's different. Yeah, but I agree with you. Because if you want to be successful and be the best at something, then yeah, you're gonna have a lot of unbalanced, you know, things yeah. going towards one thing, and yeah. that's because you're so focused on that goal. I believe if you do have balance, then you're either cruising possibly through life, or you're not trying to fully succeed in one thing. Yeah, which is is which amazing. Is fine too. It's amazing. But, like I, I think that's incredible. I'm not saying. I'm mm-hmm. just saying for me. Yeah. Um, there's a. I, I know. I know people have seen this movie, um, Devil Wears Prada. There's a part where the guy tells the, gr- the the girl saying, like, oh, my boyfriend, like, my life is going to crap. And then um, he says, he's like, oh, let me know when y- your life goes in flames. Like, now you're, then you'll be ready for a promotion because you're doing so good at, you're doing so good at work that your life is going, like, to <laughs> shit, you know? Yeah. So that's, the, I didn't understand that until now, and it makes sense. So now I have to pick and choose the stuff I want to be, like, a prioritize so it's more about control less about balance and f- for the success that you've had with burger rock media um what do you think that contribute what do you think that really contributes to and in, in the people in your life that helped contribute to your success um there's so many people that contributed to my success especially with support there's a lot of people that pushed me and um and told me i could do it and there's a, and then I also, you know, contribute my success to the people that told me I couldn't, because I love, um, I have, I am, I, you can, I've easily pushed, like my buttons are easily pushed, and it's usually people telling me I can't do something. So I did have a lot of people in my life that told me I couldn't. Even my family would told me I was crazy, um, but I needed that because that pushed me to do what I'm doing now. Um, it also pushed me that a lot of people thought I was crazy. And they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And so, um, you know, that, that, that's it. And then I did have like my power players behind me that always said that they always thought I was going to be great and gave, and gave me that inflation of self I needed. And they gave me that, they, they boosted up my delusional self thinking. I was really delusional and that, you know, it worked. I'm <laughs> it sorry. Worked. I, don't know. I just tell people, I'm like, I was delusional and it worked. Yeah. I could tell you how I did it, but I don't, you know, I don't know. I, my sister and my friends, when they start a business, I'm really harsh. I tell them, if you have any fun, you're not done for probably arguably three years. It was fake. I did not have fun. I just said, I need to get to this point. And then I stopped and I was like, wait, I'm, I'm way past the mark I put for myself. I'm way past it. I didn't even think I'd get here. So I need to chill now and I need to have some fun. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that if you really want it bad enough, it's like athletes. Like I love Tim Grover because of that, because it's mm-hmm. this perfect analogy. You you finish you 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 rest when you're done, not when you're tired. And and what would you tell a young woman right now who wants to get into the media business or into the show business and you know into this type of work? What would you tell them to do, or how how would be the you know what would be the best advice you can give that young person right now? Um, I think that this. 
it's going to sound like I'm a hypocrite because I love being flashy and I love nice things, but I think this whole like muddy being rich mentality is toxic and dumb because I really honestly didn't do anything I'm doing for money. I really did it because I just really loved it and I wanted to be in the mix. Like for me, I would do things for free and I still do stuff for free. Um, I would say in your 20s, probably try to learn as much as you can and you know, they call it internships or whatever, but honestly, try to be the shadow of every important person you know. That's what. That's how I learned and try to get as much education. It doesn't have to be going to school. Try to get as much credentials as you can in your 20s and then in your 30s, then really go for it um, because I don't know why people are in such a big rush to just be rich because you know what's, you know what's funny is that when you make money and it was, it's quick, you don't really appreciate it and you don't have fun. And you don't, and you probably lose it quick because you don't even know how to manage it. So um, I would say, yeah, get as much experience as possible. I have a lot of employees that they, they're they so hungry. Um, they're not with me anymore. Like I've had employees, they're so hungry to be like baddies and have their business and make all this money and look like they're cool and like, you know, they're better than everyone. And it's like, why? Why? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, and the image of it, and uh, the immediate gratification for it, it just, um, I know I've always, I don't know, it's it's been funny because I go downtown and I'm always flabbergasted because, you know, I don't wear watches. I look poor. You know, I wear Brooks tennis shoes sometimes to a club. It's, you know, I, the whole, you know, image, people are so worried about their image. But my whole thing is if they worried about their, if they worried about their image as much as they could just use that to go to work and create a real life for themselves looking like that. Like, again, obviously I always go back to the, um, <clears throat> quote, you know, if, if you, if, if you look rich or, or what is it? Darn. Now I'm forgetting it. Darn. If you look rich. It, well, it's like something like if, if you look rich or if you are rich, usually both don't coexist. Like, usually it's one or the other. Like, obviously, it's very rare. There's, like, you know, obviously, you know, there's very few people that can do both. And that's kind of the quote. But, but no, I... Um, <clears throat> I think that's very common for guys, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. And I think it's... Well, I do want to touch up on it's just crazy to live in a generation that's so focused on this image. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people that make really good money, it's so funny, when they... Obviously, everybody wants things, and they have these goals of things that they want, right? Like uh, the car, the watch, the purse, whatever, girls. Yeah. And once you get it, you're over it because you're like, oh, I can afford it now. It's fine. You know? So, yeah, I do agree with that. Like, once you get to a certain point, you know, you, you don't, don't care, care about, as much. Yeah, because like, I don't, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's so weird. It's almost like you just want to get to that point. Yeah, it's and almost so you like got the, there. And you're like, oh, it doesn't really matter. Um, and you don't, and you realize that. It doesn't. It doesn't really make you different than anyone else. Really, it's well, just yeah. it's dumb. So it was weird during COVID. I had a very cool life experience. I was house sitting for a very wealthy individual, mm-hmm. and I was sitting on the water at his three story beach house in La Jolla, and I uh, imagined myself having the money. You know, I said, "Okay, I have." You know, I'm, I'm sitting there on the water, thinking, "I have fifty million in my account. I got all the Bentleys and the cars in the driveway." Which wasn't, you know, which I did have control of at the time. And uh, I'm just envisioning all this. 
And it's weird. I didn't feel an ounce happier. Like, obviously, it wasn't real either. But because I was so, you know, I was living at this house for like four months. And I was so used to this lifestyle. It was cool. But because I really like thought to myself, does this make me happy? Like, do I feel any different? I was just thinking, doing kind of almost a little hypothesis if it would. And it was weird. I didn't feel an ounce different. Not saying, you know, I didn't look at it, but, you know, it's like. I'm genuinely convinced that giving makes you happier than receiving. And I, when I was in, during COVID, I took this course at Yale, actually. And it was a, it was like course on happiness. Mm -hmm. And the instructor would tell you, no matter how much you tell yourself, giving is not going to make you happy, give. And I pushed my, at first I was like, no. When I was like, no, like I would go and go to the store and be like, no. And now I force myself to give to even people I don't like. I just do it out of fun. Yeah. And I do it and I don't, I don't, it's like, I don't know how to explain how much happier it makes you. And you know what? People like you more. Yeah. Giving. You know what's the worst is when somebody's like, I have all this money and they're cheap. Oh yeah. It's the worst. No. You're like, okay, are you okay? Well, I remember when I was sitting at a fine dining restaurant and this hostess, you know, I was sitting waiting for the table and she goes, oh my gosh, this, this rich, you know, rich, you know ass you know he's, he's a complete jerk you know um you know is here and i just remember thinking to myself like how sad if this person passed away you know and and that's what people remember him as maybe not his direct family or whatever but to obviously if he's being that rude to the host of stands and stuff like that like imagine just having that title and i would just rather die than be some rich arrogant jerk i'd rather yeah. be the simple kind loving impactful individual you know so it definitely um i'm i guess i'm just saying this from an outside personal perspective um for you Irma. I, i'm so thankful that you have uh had so much success but you haven't let success change you in a bad way you've probably gotten a lot stronger tougher skin mm-hmm. all these things but you know it's been incredible to see how you've been able to still remain who you are to your core, which is cool. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm still really scared because it's only been three years. Yeah. I can't really, you know, like yeah. it's not like I've been doing this for 20 years or something. Yeah. But, you know, I've been successful before in other, in other, play, in other situations. So I, I'm not scared um, anymore. And, uh, you know, thank God I'm a little older. And, um, you know, I spend money on the things that matter first before the things that people can see, mm-hmm. you know, like where I live and you know, things like that. And yeah, you prioritize. Um, yeah, prioritize. So thank God. That's what I was saying. Like, sometimes it's better to do it later than, you know, in the beginning. And so um, when you're young, because when you're young, you spend it on dumb things and you care about that stuff. Um, I happen to be in fashion. So I really do like purchasing mm-hmm. expensive fashion items. But, yeah. but uh, it's funny because I, I see it more as art. It doesn't really matter if people think that what I'm wearing is expensive or not, you know? Yeah. But you like the creativity, yes, you know, the yes. creativity, the uniqueness. Yes, yes. Like you were showing me some incredible things that you're putting in your office, and that that was so cool. You know, the creativity, the artisticness. Yes. Like it's it's such a unique. Yes. I, I just love stuff like that, that too. That makes me happy. It's like I'm spending, you know, energy and I guess like financial freedom to do that, like to do yeah. to create things that I couldn't do before. Well, and the other thing is you're not doing it from a place of like, oh, I need to do this because I want to look a certain way. You're doing this because you actually love mm-hmm. what is going on and how you're going to 
create this space for other people to also use. Yes. Which is really cool. Yes. Which I love. Yes. So, yeah. And then, so how do people be a part of your clientele? How do people reach out to you and your team and get a part of Burger Rock Media? Um, so they can contact us on the Instagram of Burger Rock Media or email us at info at Burger Rock Media. But um, right now, we're usually only taking referrals. Okay. Um, and uh, and you do have to meet our criteria of being a, a client. Um, okay. We don't, we don't just take anyone. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean... That's if what I may it is. ask, what is that criteria per se? I, you don't have to go into big details or anything, or, or you know. Um, but is referral just the best way yeah, that you refer- guys can kind of? Uh, you know bet? what? Yes. Um, you know what? Realistic goals. Okay. Um, because we're a PR, yeah. we're a luxury service. Yeah. You can't sign up and think in five days you're going to be um, Brad Pitt or yeah, something. No, exactly. And some people are really. No, I know people. I, I yeah. was delusional, but some people are really delusional. Oh, and for sure. You know. Um, and, and it's a waste of our time and it's a waste of theirs and it's a waste of their money. And so, yeah, we, we have a little vetting situation going on. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, huh. I really appreciate you coming on today and, um, just being here and, you know, again, you got a beautiful office. It's incredible. Thanks. So, thank took you. me, a, took me a year to make. Wow. From the ceiling to the floor. No, everything's custom. To my it's, chair. Yeah. No, it's, it's incredible. And it's not cheap. It looks like. <laughs> so no, everything's because it took a, it took a whole year. Um, I I went through. Um, it's like it's my dream. Uh, my sister says that. Um, my space and hanging out with me is like Willy Wonka. So that's awesome. Well, I'm so glad you're in a space where you can be you. You can use your education, your creativity, your your uniqueness. Yes. And you can also help people. And be an inspiration by even coming on this podcast. Yes. For having social anxiety, I know there's not a lot of people with us. Oh but no, still, yeah, this is easy. But for still, me. it's 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 good. shockingly enough, this probably was still something that you kind of had to push yourself a little bit yes. for because again, yes, and I'm doing this for and, you, Ryan, I know. because I appreciate your persistence. Thank and you. And I love persistent people because I was that person, and I still am. Yeah. No. Well, I appreciate you, and again appreciate you being on. Thank you so much. Thank you.